Hi everybody, my name is Michelle. This is Odyssey of a Witness, and today we have Jasmine. Um, we're gonna be talking about sex. We're gonna be talking about yoni connection uh, between ch- childhood, out of education, how all of that has affected where that leads us into today's lifestyle. Hold on, girl. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> It's winter time. <laughs> Cozy love. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, y'all, thank you so much for joining us tonight. We are having a, a beautiful night outside, and we were just talking about um, sexual activity and how it's not really talked about, right? So I was explaining to Jasmine my situation where my family, we wouldn't really talk about sex. Like when a sex scene would happen, on the TV or in the movie, uh, they would just skip it. They wouldn't talk about it, right? And I, I, I know that there's lots of people who can connect to that story. The only thing that you've probably ever heard of was just that one video in middle school that they share about your period. But even after that, they don't talk about what kind of sexual partner, um, you know, would be, best fit you in, everybody's shaped differently you know (laughs) so there's lots of attributes that are not really talked about um jasmine what do you what do you think where where should we start here yeah and this is a needed conversation you know and pretty much things that we need to know about having sex and how to have sex and also the sacredness of sex is not educated to us as kids and we have to learn through experience and you know i think i think a lot a lot of women will agree to this but it's a sad experience because one we're not able to openly talk about it um two um there's just not enough you know education and so it really starts with us having um you know starting these conversations but yeah, I think the, the, the biggest thing that I want to touch on regarding sex is just the hookup culture and the abuse of sex and how can we make it more sacred? How can we make it more sacred for men and women so we can stop the abuse? And I'm curious, like, how how was your, your past situationships? My past relationships uh, in in sex, it wasn't really like talked about like, oh, I like this. This is what gives me pleasure. It's like, oh, we're just going to do it, right? Um, There wasn't, like I said, like most of the the videos that I've seen, um, uh, aside from like, you know, the the culture of watching porn too, um, of course, like when you're growing up everybody talks about porn. <laughs> uh, you know the videos to go to. So um, that's another another segment, right? As to like how, how we think the ritual for sex needs to happen, right? So um, yes, you know, you, you do need consent. You need to be able to talk to your partner, but talking about furtherness of what I like, what you like, 
instead of just like doing it and hooking up and not really knowing one another was um, very different, right? So I've had both. I've had um, sexual relationships with my my partners uh, that I've been together with, and I've also done the hookup culture. And it's kind of more of like a thrill for hookup, you know, but it's also it's also something that you're opening to because you don't really know these people. As you were speaking, I was I was relating to you about you know being able to have those sacred experiences, like make love to your partner. Oh yeah, and how big of a difference it is to kind of explore the hookup culture. Although for me, I didn't look at it look at it as you know going into the hookup culture. It was more so. You know, talking to like rotational dating, if you know, if you've heard of what that is. Mm. Yeah. Do you know what rotational dating is? Have you experienced? No, this is the first time I've heard about rotational dating. Oh, really? Yeah. Let me me, me tell you about it. So I I learned this from another, um, she's another coach. I I can't remember her username, but her name is Carla. And, um, you know, I think. I think she's a very wise coach. I think she's spitting out a way, a wise way for women to go about dating. And one of the things that she she talks about is mutational dating. And it's a concept where you're just going on dates with more than one guy, right? Multiple guys, just to get to know them. So not necessarily having sex with them, but just, you know, talking to one guy and then maybe the next weekend talking to a different guy and just kind of feeling out, you know, what you like, also how, how they act or behave. And it's just, it's like a practice of just like getting in tune of meeting other people. And so... Long story short, I tried it myself with different guys, and I'm not surprised to see that the number one thing that they have in mind was sex. It's not like that's that's what they want right away, and it was a huge turnoff. And I was trying to get to the root cause of why it's why it's that. When in my mind, I think there should be courting, right? The traditional courting. Yeah, like why am I gonna give it up when you haven't even opened the door for people? <laughs> so, so. I, get, I get what you're saying and that's where it's like, it's not like what are you bringing to the table, but it's also what the fuck are you gonna offer me for, this is my sacred body, you know? We need to be a match. It's not just you expect this out of a relationship. That's where it has changed, right? And we yeah. gotta remember that relationship is that this is new. Like dating is new. Rotational dating is new, right? People were getting into arranged marriages. Like not it, ha- it hasn't been so long that that has not been a thing, you know? Until this day it is a thing. Right? But who you were with was because of an arrangement. Now we have the option to yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yes. exactly. Meet yeah. meet different ways of, of wanting a relationship because we have that uh, 
you know, thank, thank goodness everything worked out for, for us and we're able to marry who we want to marry. Um, but yeah, this is very new, which is why it's like sex, dating, uh, hookup culture, all of that is new and everybody wants to explore and that's good. That's good. Go ahead and explore, but do it safely because what is sacred, um, it's sacred for a reason and we don't want it to hurt you. And when it starts hurting you, it's because you want to take care of it. What are some taking care tips of the yoni, <laughs> Jasmine? Let's get to the sacred part. <laughs> um, yeah, so the sacredness of being a woman, right, mm-hmm. starts with the awareness that you have of home, your reproductive system, this giant system that you have as a woman where you can birth a whole other human and your emotions, your hormones, your your thoughts, your moods are connected to it, to the system. And so, and also one of the biggest aspects is our intuition, our gut, which is all right here by the stomach and, and the pelvis. And so the sacredness starts with becoming aware that we have that and that we have to absolutely protect it to maintain our power. And it's not to say that, you know, if you have, if you have sex, like, you know, you're, you have lower power. But, you know, there is a process of energy exchange that happens because we live in a world where there's different energies, people with different intentions. Sacredness, after, you know, after going through the rotational dating, a few relationships, I got to a stage where I realized I really have to heal this room, you know, because I started to experience different symptoms, different even behaviors that weren't mine and it made me realize you know I, I need to detox or cleanse my energy and so that's when I got into yoni steaming um, something that I learned from Queen Akua uh, she's, she's like a master holistic uh, healer and she's well known in the healing community and she has a book called Sacred Woman and it's just it's a really beautiful rite of passage for a young girl to understand her value and her worth as a woman and how important her body is and her womb is and to to have standards going back to Carla the 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 coach from Instagram which she's really trying to return is the wisdom our wisdom as women that we need to set the standard for our society because the old standard is causing a lot of harm and disease SDVs. so mm-hmm. it's just it's a beautiful way to come back to the element of nature to empower yourself and come back to our true power which is being you know, a responsible sexual being. We're all sexual beings. Yeah, we're literally an or- orgasmic, like, human being, you know? Like, we're made out of, like, so much that that's literally what we're meant to do. Yeah, like, <laughs> we're meant to have sex. Like, we're meant to come. <laughs> we're meant to orgasm. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful, energetic, spiritual even if it's not special, that's okay to experience. Mm-hmm. 
and we all deserve that. But I think now we're starting to realize we need the correct guideline to to have that without harming anybody and creating more um, conversations. Conversations. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, you know, you want to ask your partner like, what pleases you? That that's a turn on. What you know? What's going to make me feel good? Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make make sure you're having fun in in ways that pleasure each other, right? Like this this is something sacred and yes, like play with it. Right? We have hearts to use them. Of course. <laughs> We're not here to just be the itchitos and like just follow the rules and and have one partner like yeah those are like yeah you can have morals of course don't don't shoot your morals but also be able to 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 explore explore your body and what it can give you we're orgasmic beings full of so much energy that we could burst literally (laughs) and it's magical it's beautiful um it feels good it makes everybody happy (laughs) you know uh, so yeah, definitely respect respect the body, respect each other, um, have fun, explore all of the above. <laughs> yes. and I appreciate your optimism. So, so listening to you is reminding me to be more optimistic about the past sexual experiences that I had. To that it was okay to explore whether it was good and bad. That it was okay that. Explored, and now I know what works for me. Yeah, what's best for me. Yeah, we're not gonna know unless we don't try. And shit, we're gonna get it wrong. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> Are we both drinking the wrong? <laughs> we're gonna get it wrong, and that's okay. Okay. It's okay. Because um, we learn, we and we know, and we oh. learn. Yes, exactly. Don't anybody, don't let anybody <laughs> fool you into thinking that um, sex is the only thing that you you can give them. You can give them a sandwich. Let them be happy with that. Maybe even then, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, wait. They have to provide. Let them leave. Because yeah. you're as women. Whoever is the more feminine one in the relationship, right? It's important to practice polarity and whoever is the feminine to receive. So, I don't know if you touch into polarity. It's I think it's I think it's a great framework for for couples. It's just the practice of um, usually in a, in a, as in a couple. There's usually one that's more masculine and then one more feminine. So as women, and we were talking about this, not being too masculine with our partners, to be more feminine, to relax, and to receive. Yes. Have you had experiences in the past where I was receiving, or I was, um, you know what? It does feel a lot better when you are receiving. And people do like to do, right? Like, I'd be the driver. Like, I'd be like, uh, but when other people got to drive, I definitely enjoyed that part. Enjoyed the part of being the princess and 
and having a rest and uh, being seen like, okay, maybe, hey, she's tired. Okay, so um, that that definitely helps out in, in a sense that you got each other's back, right? So um, I, like yeah, yeah you like the dirty. You should be there for each other mm-hmm. when you can. But, I've seen that throughout throughout um, my my parents' relationships too, you know. Um, but they they're both hard workers. My mom is big on masculine. My father too. Well, my, my dad was like a straight up comedian. So when my mom tried being her authoritative self, like he'd be like full on comedian. Like they had like mismatch sometimes, which was really? so funny. Yeah. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my dad has always been a goofball. Um, but in that sense, like they were able, opposites do attract, you know, like it's a, um, you're, you're attracted to things that you can do some, from time to time, you know, and you can always try it, see, see if it works for, for that relationship. Uh, you don't always, I don't think people always have to be exactly like the same. Um, if it works for you, it works for you. You know, you want somebody that's exactly like you, couch potatoes, you want chilling. Hell yeah. Like who wouldn't want that? You know, they're, they're routine not to be disturbed. But if you're into like the adventure, you want to try something new, then, um, you know, whatever suits you. <laughs> You'll just know. What do you think about what is 50-50? Like when a guy asks you, probably like a 50-50 effort relationship. But then I've been learning about different, like other kinds of relationships where the man is like 100% providing. Ooh. And the woman <laughs> is protective and just doing the nourishing for the house, for the man, for the kids. And I'm curious, like what kind of what kind of relationship do you feel? Well, my percentage? Yeah. <laughs> I think my percentage <laughs> would be a hundred and zero. <laughs> Hell yeah, I want to be taken care of. Who wouldn't? You know, I get chill. Hey, kids, let's go to Disneyland. <laughs> okay. uh, but I like that answer. I think I'm also very creative, free-spirited. So I would be with the kids in the fucking mountains. But it doesn't sound like you're putting in work. <laughs> I, I think I would put in work. I don't know, like relationship I for me <laughs> for me and my relationship, I don't really see like the children in in my mix. Um a relationship for me it sounds like you wanna be with each other but you're also trying to build a life. So I see them um learning or even being in, in the areas that I'm in, I'm usually hiking outdoors. Um, I'm an entrepreneur, so I like to, um, I use like different tools and techniques and I need ideas for like, any creativity. I like to go on retreats, um, all of that like excitement. Um, and that's what makes me kind of like bubbly because I'm always looking at something new. I have really good eyes to like spot like talent and art and this. Um, and I like that juice, I like that mix. So for me, like, I think I would match with somebody who's like artsy too, like loves to go to museums and stuff, you know, um, I would like to do that with a partner, but I also could do that by myself. And that's where it's like, it's fine. I, I could do that with anybody. And 
for me in relationships loyalty is big right if i choose to have time with you i choose to have time with you and i choose to have time with like you know my partners my it's either my romantic partners guys okay remember you can have multiple relationships and and just be safe about it um or my friendships right or my family my my family's relationship like all of those hold special areas in my heart so if i'm bringing somebody in it's not just to flip around and find out you know because this is my time and my energy so i definitely want individuals to prove their loyalty and it's not just the like the playing around if i wanted to play around i, I would you know and i have i i i've explored but now i am exploring sacredness in my body and my mind and when you start attracting different energies that you are unaware of like their lifestyle and how hectic it could be um you also have to remember that you are absorbing them as a person and that's where those like time prints uh and images of them pop up in your day-to-day life because you've absorbed some of their energy that's where it can be a little hard what do you have to say about that I, yeah i've definitely experienced it and i'm so glad i'm connecting with you for you to, to be aware of that because it's something that does happen yeah i i had a question with having multiple partners for me and essentially i don't want to think of it as like a, you're cheating because as a woman you're always told be loyal to one person when you got me fucked up when they're not everybody's like that okay mm-hmm. so in a sense that sometimes you have to do what's better for you and figure out okay like i can multitask in a sense <laughs> So that's like pretty much rotational dating. Yeah, right? it, it sounds like like it's, it's similar, mm-hmm. um, but in a sense, yeah, you, you're you you have respect for yourself and you have respect for your partners, but you also gotta um, I would say I would say have a conversation with everybody and be adult about it. Did you say I'm talking to different people? Because that's what I said. Yeah, yeah, um, I'm talking to different people. Um, sometimes I don't really give them those details, uh, just because in a sense, like, if, like, I'm not building that connection, right? It depends how, how long I've been in that sense, because if you've been going out for like three, four dates, like, they're not going to know you that well, right? You don't know how many times they've gone on three or four dates. And that's also like what kind of like, um, mindset you have on other people when you're dating and stuff, but... If you're going on a couple of dates, I would say leave the personal parts out, you know, like where you live, um, how your lifestyle is. Like, yeah, definitely give them like, uh, you know, your interests and your hobbies and stuff. But you're essentially seeing how they would treat you, right? And if they're not treating you well, why are you going to give them personal information? That's kind of like my mindset on um, how I go about when I'm meeting new people and in a dating aspect because you also have to be careful and i think in dating it's it's a little nerve-wracking because you don't know if they're gonna be a serial killer or not <laughs> you never know what could happen you know and that's why yeah you can date like 
around your area and stuff, but everybody knows everybody, you know, so everybody can know your I'm business. I'm not trying to date anyone in my area. <laughs> <laughs> not too close yeah. to me. Yeah. Um, that, that can be an attraction. Oh, yeah. A boom. Like, yeah, but I don't, dating, I'm still trying to figure it out. Like, there, I don't think there's like a, aha, I figured it out type of thing. But it's like, when when you meet the right one, you'll know because everything has been like a trial and error. Trial and error, trial and error. You see the things that you like, you see the things that you don't like. And also healing yourself too. Like, are you are you healed enough to really get into that relationship? Um, that's been the biggest pause for me. Like I I don't think I've I've, I've actually put a pause into dating and figure and trying to figure out like my life and what I want to do. And I, just like you said, like if they're close by, it's a, it's a distraction. And I'm a big nurturer, so I will stop anything and be like, what do you need? How do you need it? Oh, do you want me to cut your hair? Like, I'm a big old mommy, so I will. <laughs> um, hey, I am too. I heard that we need a, a nurturer as well. Mm, I, oh, yeah. That would be like that. <laughs> More Virgos. They're very attentive. <laughs> So I I'm I wanted to ask so we're kind of incorporating this in I think it would be so back to the dating a little bit after dating you know these these individuals one of the biggest things I've realized was how much healing work is needed because with each one of them they were mirroring something to me that I needed to heal mm-hmm. or modify mm-hmm. and I, and I I've always felt like that was kind of the point, maybe the spiritual point of dating was like, you really learn about yourself and what you need to like take care of. Yeah. And because yeah, it affects you so much that you have to let it go. Yeah, like all your shit comes up to the surface when you meet certain individuals or romantic individuals and they make you kind of see these hidden things. And I feel like only romantic relationships mirror that. And that was one of the things that I realized like after you know, 2023. I, that was actually the year that I did the most dating and like really explored. And did the hey, girl, uh, what was going on with Venus? Because I was out <laughs> and about. Good, it felt like a collective thing. Yeah, right now I've calmed down a lot. It's calmed down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, pause. I'm tired here. We, we need that break. Yeah. I think this is like a moment. And we're in the we're in winter season. This is like a moment for us to like kind of tender to those parts. So we do need to heal. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's review our standards, right? Standards. standards um. What can we add into the mix that have to be like basic standards? I think being open to communicate emotions. If you can't tell your partner how you feel, show your partner maybe. Um, but communicating communicating feelings is something that I think has always been big because it. Like words, right? It's it's words. It's it's um, showing the comfortability and trust. And if you can't do that, then why are you in that relationship? 
cashier that doesn't offer you that shield. So I think if you can, if you feel like you can't open up to your partner, then that's not. That's actually one of my top threes. Exactly, as a team, it's not just one side; it's a team. It's team effort. I think that you got to learn each other's love language. Going back to like communication, right? Like, how do they communicate? What do they like? What What are their interests? Others it could be like words of affirmations. Um, it could be their like gift giving, like, oh, this reminds me of you. I want to bring it to you. It's not for me. I think we have a couple more. Those are the like the big ones. Um, I've always been like a, a, a sucker for like getting like letters written. Oh my god, it's that's the cutest thing ever. You like to write letters and receive them? I love to receive letters. I'll write back. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I'll write back. <laughs> okay, that's really nice. Yeah. Yeah, make me feel safe. Yeah, we're 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 the hospitality, the strong masculine frame. Yeah, that puts me in my feminine. Yeah, exactly. Peel my masculine (laughs) energy or like section and like let me be the princess and like (laughs) go ahead, take charge. Adele. Yeah, let me just adore you. Honey, is there anything else that we should add into the mix? Entering okay. and or not even like, your girl, but like someone entering the dating world. Dating world. Okay. What you, what advice would you have for her? Oof. An advice that I would have for somebody entering the dating world um, would be definitely remind yourself who you are um, and why you're doing this. Is it just because you want to explore? Um, is it because you want to get into a relationship? Is it because you're looking for marriage now? Ask yourself why you're doing it. So when you know something fits in your criteria, you will know. You'll have a plan. Um, I think that's always been. Because sometimes you can get into like sticky scenarios where you guys are just talking. And you've been talking for some time. And you kind of just settle. Uh, and that right there is like a no, uh, uh, no, 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 girl. Wake your ass up. Remind you, remind yourself of what you intentionally planned, and um, yeah, don't get yourself in, situ- in situations like that. <laughs> I know about you, Jasmine. What would you, what would you say? Drop the mic. I, to remember your boundaries. Mm. Your boundaries protect you, and to stay true to your standards stand on your standards um you know if i if i had to give advice to my earlier self it would be to not have sex you know so soon to really wait till i know it's such a long time but the eight the eight month mark oh and that requires discipline but that's just my message to my earlier self my younger self Stand on your boundaries, right? Set your boundaries. Remember, you're the one that's selecting. Mm-hmm. You're the chooser, not the other way around. Mm-hmm. So observe. Choose. And don't have sex. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Well, thank you so much for watching Odyssey of a Oneness. 
I am your host, Michelle. We have Jasmine here. Girl, give us like a, a little wolf howl in three, two, two one. 